Hello from ABA Tech Show 2018 in Chicago. I'm Kelsey Johnson. I'm Carolyn Grow. I'm Shalay Miller. And we are on the road with Legal Talk Network. And we're back. Thank you so much for joining us on the road in the Windy City. Today we're talking about the event Getting Women a Seat at the Table and Women in Legal Technology in General. Briefly tell us about yourself. Where do you work and what do you do? I am a co-owner of a company called Law Toolbox and I'm based in Denver, Colorado. My name is Shalay Miller. I am the group publisher of Above the Law and, and Breaking Media. So I run the business side for Above the Law, Deal Breaker, Fashionista, Breaking Defense, etc. Fantastic. So uh, we had this event last night that was all about women and leadership roles and technology and in the law. Can you tell me a little bit about it? Sure, I'll let you start. Sure. One of my idols is Cindy Gallup, and she does really, really great presentations on supporting women in like the advertising industry. And, uh, and so she had a tweet today for International Women's Day that said, don't empower women, hire women. So it's sort of like cutting, to, like cutting out the, the BS and the hype around you know, these cheap and cheerful like, women's initiatives and getting straight to the point of like, let's connect like, the doers in the business and let them buy from each other, let them promote each other. And that's sort of the point of what we were trying to do last night. Absolutely. Shalay and I were at an event recently and uh, we looked around the agenda to see where was an opportunity for women to get together and like know who they are and have an opportunity to consider doing business together and network. And we decided that for ABA Tech Show, you know, th- what better place to bring women in legal tech together than at a show like this. So we were super excited to, to pull that off and had a great showing last night. Fantastic. So I, uh, you're telling me a little bit about the 10, 20, 30 stat going on. Can you explain sure. that a little bit more for me? Yeah. So there's actually um, an article today on Above the Law that said that there's more women law students than there's ever been before. There's about 56,000. So that's 53,000 for male law students. So we've actually had the majority of law schools for three years now. But if you look at the leadership side, you know, 10% of corporate boards are women, 20% of law firm partners are women, and 30% of um, judges are women. So, you know, even though we're, we're definitely coming somewhere, like we're, we're, we're filling law schools, we're, we're the first ones out, um, there's still a gigantic gap between, you know, the actual associates becoming partners and taking on you know, more work and more leadership, which, you know, there's a thousand reasons for that. But I mean, those are the numbers and it's frustrating <laughs> for some. Yeah, certainly. And I can talk a little bit about some other types of statistics related to just women in technology. You know, there are 18% of women doing computer science majors, or 18% of the computer science are are women, which I think is pretty significant. 11% of the technical roles in private venture-held type companies are led by women, and only 7% um, are, are fully owned by women. And so when we think about that and we think about the future of technology, we, we don't see women in that role. And the way our world is, is changing, we really need to get 
women at a seat at the table to shape and form, you know, how our, our world plays out as, as things change. So Right, because women are having legal issues and women are using technology. And so why aren't they a part of the law and creating that technology that's being used? Exactly, exactly. And I, I think it really comes down to starting early. So I'm part of a, a group called Voices for Innovation. Um, it's 95,000 folks are involved in it, advocating for bringing um, more STEM education. One of the, the main topics that I'm heavily invested in is getting computer science into the hands of elementary school kids. I think it's going to help get all children on board at an early age. But when you think about women in particular, I think that if we don't get them started in technology in the elementary school level, by the time they hit middle school and high school, it's a, it's a little harder for them to jump in and feel part of, you know, part of that movement and that future. So I, I'm really looking for opportunities for women to step up and help bring young girls to technical type roles in coding. And drawing that connection, especially for, I think, female lawyers who are trying to get ahead and trying to, you know, take leadership roles in their firms, a lot of their path is actually to leave large firms where it's a nice safety net of and buckets of money to, uh, to start their own shop. And they have to do that. Like, for them to get ahead, they have to be tech-enabled. And that's actually why we think that there's more of a connection here and, and why we're, we're not just, you know, saying law and tech because this is actually how women can get ahead. Um, especially if they're starting their own shops or if they're going into boutique firms, because that's how they're able to compete with, with large law. Yeah, absolutely. What else do you think that women could be doing, you know, just to enable each other, or what men could be doing in these law firms to bring women into these leadership roles? I think women need to step forward and lean forward into opportunities. I think that... Um, there's a lot to say for just believing in, you know, your value and, and really not stepping back, you know, assert yourself. And I think that by embracing technology, I think there's a lot of power and opportunity when you're part of the future. I agree. And, you know, Carolyn's the one that's, you know, actually boots on the ground supporting and, and teaching kids to, to get involved. Um, from where I sit as a, as a media publisher, you know, we're all about holding institutions accountable. You know, that's got to be the, the thing that keeps, you know, that's what men need to do. That's what women need to do. We need to hold our institutions accountable. So we actually had our first Me Too story published yesterday where um, a partner at MoFo um, was let go because they did an internal investigation against sexual harassment. Um, so he was fired and a new firm hired him two months later. And the new firm, you know, we don't know what kind of investigation they were able to do. And this is one of those things where it's not like you publicly announced that this guy was let go for sexual harassment. So uh, we reached out to the new firm. And within a day between us reaching out and then us publishing, that partner had resigned. So we have to, I mean, that, that comes from our sources telling us that these things are happening. Because we all know what's happening. But we need to be able to, to start saying it out loud and holding the, the firms, the institutions accountable. Certainly. And maybe even also if you're hiring a firm, make sure that not just they're holding people accountable, but that they have a diversity plan or they have, you know, women in leadership roles. Mm -hmm. Certainly you have your options of firms that you can hire if you're coming from um, another place. All right. Before we close out today, I have one last question for you. If our listeners would like to follow up, how can they reach you? 
I can be reached through uh, my email, which is CLG for Carolyn Grow at lawtoolbox.com. Would love to hear from you. And you can follow our site at ATL blog on Twitter, um, also abovethelaw.com. My name is very difficult to spell, so if you want to find me, um, it's H-S-I-A-O-L-E-I-M. That's my Twitter handle. Well, we've reached the end of the road for today's episode. I want to thank our guests for joining us. We also want to thank our listeners for tuning in. If you like what you heard, please find and rate us in Apple Podcasts. And we'll see you next time for another episode of On the Road with Legal Talk Network. If you'd like more information about what you've heard today, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com. Subscribe via iTunes and RSS. Find us on Twitter and Facebook. Or download our free Legal Talk Network app in Google Play and iTunes. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. Thank you.